What if these things can read our minds? This is a safe sex zone. Simple, beautiful fish. Good night, campers. Turn on, tune in, talk movies. Welcome to the video cult. So I've, uh, I've, I have something planned for the episode. I was saying this before. I need to start doing notes. So I got a nice, good topical thing planned. Okay. But I do have a fresh new story that literally just happened to me. So I decided I was going to go buy an energy drink. And I'm very used to wearing tights around my house. Usually they got Batman on them or something mm -hmm. else. You can mm -hmm. get away with going to the store in them. I forgot that because I had to make the trek to Nathan's to uh, swap microphones <laughs> uh, that I had put on long johns. And... I put them on backwards. So I went to the store in long johns that were on backwards. So the dick flap that people use, apparently use for emergencies, I've never done it, uh, was on the ass. So people, I'm sure, were assuming I'm either expecting a terrible emergency or I'm on my way to do a performance art piece about Goatsy. <laughs> So that's, oh my God. <laughs> this is where my day is uh, right now. Uh, how are you? <laughs> fine, fine. Um, you know, digging ourselves out of, we just had a snowstorm here in Halifax. So we're kind of digging ourselves out. But besides that, <laughs> nothing as, no. um, you know, extreme as butt flap <laughs> treks. <laughs> uh so nathan mm. you're a football fan yeah uh and the super bowl is very soon it uh, sure is who's it it's the 49ers and the, the kansas, kansas city, city chiefs Chief. yeah all right so i decided uh it's a little out of our wheelhouse but since you love football so much i've prepared some football trivia Leading in here to that I'm going to hit you with. I think I've okay. got five questions. Five They're not questions. too rough. We'll, we'll go through this. Uh, but I think we're going to have some fun with this. Um, so let me see. I did these in no particular order. Uh, all right. Let's let's start with this one. So <clears throat> which coach was caught videotaping opposing coaches signals during games in something that I think was called uh, Spygate? Okay. Oh, Spygate was great. So that would have been the New England Patriots. I can't remember what year that was. I want to say around about... 2014, but it was, it wasn't Bill Belichick personally doing it, but it was, I believe one of his assistants or one of like the uh, offensive or defensive coordinators. I'm not sure which one, but it was definitely the Patriots. I think it was 2012 to 2014. And yeah, it was Bill Belichick was, I, I think the um, kind of, where the buck stopped on that one yeah gabby do you want to uh, uh try to answer these along with him before <laughs> yeah I you know what i think answer? i will yeah. let's do it all right so i mean he just answered that one so so it um, was wait before you answer um <laughs> is it the we're looking for the coach we're looking for the, the, coach? the name of the coach yeah uh coachy mccoach face <laughs> I wish I did have coach Bill Belichick down because he was in charge. So mm. that was who I did. And I think it was 2007. Oh my God. Maybe okay, it was later hard. than that. I thought it was 2007. It probably right. was honestly. All right. So, all right. So here's a uh, question two. 
Which player doesn't remember the day he was drafted as a result of drinking 41 beers? <laughs> oh my God, uh, there's so many choices here. <laughs> OJ Simpson. Uh, He's a I'm football gonna, player. Uh, I'm going to He was, yeah. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to hope it was Rob Gronkowski. He's, he's a real party guy. I could see him doing that. If not, maybe Jason Kelsey, but I'll go, I'll go with Gronk. Uh, a little before their time, it was Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence crack smoking. Taylor. Uh, uh, oh <laughs> yeah. You know what? Did not yeah, remember that he was drafted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That checks um, out. Let's see. Uh, oh, uh, this Miami Dolphins offensive lineman coach filmed himself doing coke before a meeting and sent it to the escort that she claimed had been using her as a cocaine platter. <laughs> Bonus oh. points if you can tell me which team he's now currently consulting as a coach for. <laughs> oh. Is it Dolphin McDolphin face? <laughs> <laughs> um, was it? Okay. Oh, boy. I remember this. <laughs> the video Because this was hilarious. <laughs> um, I think it was, it was, it was there a, Offensive line coach, right? Is that yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chris, what was his face? Chris Forster. Chris Forster. Yes, it yes. was Chris Forster. Now, do okay. you know which team he's currently as a consulting coach for? I have no idea. I hope <laughs> the it's San, the San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. Winners yeah. clearly do drugs. All right. Very much so. Uh, all right. Question three. I think, or was that? No, this is question four. Question um, four. Which okay. player in 1996, while attending the University of Tennessee, claimed during a lawsuit that he was only trying uh, to moon another player, resulting in his exposed genitals pressing into the face of a trainer who was performing a foot exam? Oh my God. Okay. I see. I remember this scenario, but like. Sexual misconduct is, is like saying hello in the NFL. Um, God, Harvey that sounds, Weinstein. That sounds a little. <laughs> Could you bit imagine like a, Harvey Weinstein playing football? <laughs> oh my god! It sounds a little bit like. Oh no no no! That be that's too too recent. Ninety six, huh? Mm. And it was while oh. they were at university, so they did become a big player, kind of into the two thousands. Mm. Into the two thousands. You know what? I have I I I can't I can't think of it. So I'm going to say Peyton Manning because that might be the funniest answer. <laughs> uh, Gabby, do you have uh, any thoughts on this one? Um, how about, there's a Mc, there's a McFace joke in here at least. <laughs> Moody McMoonface. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nathan was correct. It is Peyton Manning. It is Peyton Manning. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. Some deep lizard part of my brain knew that. All right. All right. That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, so we got we got two. We got two more. <laughs> okay. uh, which player used strawberry milkshakes laced with penicillin to combat an onslaught of STDs? <laughs> I have never heard of this story. Um, oh, boy. Um, David Beckham. Onslaught of STDs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, wrong football. <laughs> I mean, it could it could easily be an Antonio Brown thing. 
Um, he was wild enough to do that. Uh, yeah, so, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Antonio Brown. I'm sure it's not right, but it's yeah, <laughs> no idea. So, what's the ratio to milkshake to penicillin? I wish I knew. <laughs> one to one. There, one to that one. would be one of those beautiful, you know, those recipe websites <laughs> where there's like a long story about like oh, the yeah. grandmother. That's what yeah. we need. I need the story leading up to figuring out the ratio of penicillin yeah. to strawberry milkshake. Uh, it was, we... in fact, it was Lawrence Taylor again. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. Jesus, I, if we I, ever do this again, I, when in doubt, I'm going to say Lawrence. Yeah, Lawrence yeah. All right. I, I only, I only, those are, the, that's the last one with Lawrence Taylor. Okay. I did find a list of like 20 crazy things with Lawrence Taylor and I picked two <laughs> oh out of there. Um, I didn't do the rest. Uh, so we're on to our last one. Our last uh, question. Uh, which player who was on at one time, the Washington Commanders and also played for the Minnesota Vikings allegedly pushed a double-ended dildo into the vaginas of two women at a boat orgy. Oh my god. Uh, um, one of the Kelsey brothers? No, no. <laughs> I mean... Um, Peyton Manning? <laughs> We're just recycling... Yeah, I don't know any um, other. So I know Minnesota Peyton Vikings. Manning. I know the Kelsey brothers, oh. and I know OJ Simpson. Those are the only football players I know. Is it OJ Simpson? No. Wait. No, no, no. Um, so Washington. Uh, okay, so Commanders and Vikings. Much more, much more recent than OJ Simpson. It was in the two thousands. Oh, okay. Uh, Peyton Manning's brother. Because I know he has a brother who was also a Eli Manning. <laughs> Eli Manning. Yeah, I I don't even have a good guess for this one. Who who is it? Uh, Fred Smoot. Somebody I've never heard of before in my life. <laughs> you know what? That that makes both of us. But I love his name, and I love the story connected to him. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. So those were. I was like, try. I was like, I'm gonna do questions, but they're all gonna be upsetting. And then I went and started looking, and I was like, wow. There's really upsetting shit going on in the NFL. So I picked the like lower tier ones yeah. <laughs> that are yeah. still kind of like kind riding of a line. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, there is there is a never ending uh, list of horror stories coming out of the NFL in any mm -hmm. given season. But that was pretty good. That was a good trivia there, Josh. I like that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I figured I was like, got to got to get it started right. I think I had some <laughs> other notes about other things we can talk about. Um, I don't know. Has anything interesting been happening in your guys' lives? Uh, no, not for me. I mean, I just worked a... Josh, you also worked this, but uh, we both did curling for like five days, like each day being like, what, 14, 16 hours? Whew. Something along that line, yeah. Yeah, definitely a lot of um, listening to audiobooks. <laughs> oh yeah i just remembered um i'm trying to get back into well reading but i'm also like in order to do that i'm also listening to audiobooks because i find that's easier now because mm. i have such a short attention span <laughs> when it comes to looking at words on a page so this is why i use an e-reader and i make the text really big so i have to change the page basically every five seconds <laughs> yeah yeah so i just ended up listening to like really boring but also upsetting books 
well, oh, I, do, well, like, I, do, I do remember you talking about a couple of these. You would say the names, and I was like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here, let me pull my aud- my Audible app right here. Um, I just finished Men Who Hate Women by um, Laura Bates. And basically, it's like, it's heavy because she goes like, goes through all these things where men murder women and where she reads like Reddit, like incel forms. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, um, probably find some NFL facts in that book too. <laughs> probably. Probably. Yeah. yeah. It's basically, it's a fun, it's a fun beach read. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, yeah. I just, I imagine you doing this to unwind after like eight hours straight of, of just filming curling and you're just like you know what let's just let's just sit back we'll have have something to you know have a nice warm drink and and uh listen to this audiobook yeah yeah Uh, it sounds lovely yeah it was great yeah yeah i don't read anything quite as heavy it's all clive cussler trash just like Mm. it's basically indiana jones meets james bond combined into like one (laughs) yeah uh but um, Nathan, do you, yeah, Nathan, do you read anything recently? Are you not doing much reading these days? Um, so I'm actually, uh, actually, this this ties in nicely with a um, the the story that I was going to tell. Um, mm. So what I'm reading recently is uh, upside down. Um, Ten days that shook the world. Oh wow! And um, so it's all about the um, the the Russian Revolution. Oh, and cool. it's it's kind of it, written by a journalist who was there on the ground as it happened and just kind of a firsthand account of how it all took shape. And, and um, yeah, so uh, the reason I have this at all is that uh, I was at a networking uh, event. I say event. It was more of a meetup. And it was it was at Dalhousie in the uh, student union building. And. In the room next to ours, there was the local uh, Marxist-Leninist uh, revolution, communist revolution um, meeting. Meeting, yeah. And <laughs> yeah. I, uh, Confl- so, conflagration. Yeah, I was trying. I was trying to figure out what was my best way to describe this, but yeah, it, it was their meeting. And uh, so after the uh, after we did the. Uh, networking event i just ended up talking to to one of the guys who was was standing outside the room there's a very lovely communist that i met there mm-hmm. um anyway so they uh that that one of the guys uh gave me that book and that was really sweet oh, of him nice and uh yeah because i guess they, they they share books around which is very par for the course and uh yeah mm-hmm. so i um i ended up actually uh doing a little bit of uh filming for them just kind of for fun Oh, sick. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I was just like, hey, you know, like they, they were mentioning a, a rally that they're trying to, they were trying to get people out to. And I was like, you know what? It's five minutes from my house. I'll go and I'll film it for them and I'll, uh, I'll send them the footage for it. So, oh, um, sick. yeah, yeah. So I've been having a good time kind of hanging out with those guys. <laughs> Seizing nice. the means of production. Yeah. 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 Sh- shall we, shall we give like a salute to the national anthem? <laughs> One second. Wait, do you do you have it just on? Uh... 
<laughs> now I want to watch The Hunt for Red October. Oh my god, I love that movie. What? So good. I have the VHS tape that's the red brick. <laughs> Gabby, how do you have that ready to go at a moment's notice? Um, maybe. Because <laughs> I'm also a bit of a communist. All right. <laughs> We're we're all a little bit commies here. <laughs> this is yeah, I mean, if you listen left, to a pretty you know, left leading podcast, yeah. yeah. Are you kidding me? No, I'm the the mo- I'm the most right wing here. <laughs> Soy boy beta cucks. <laughs> there it is. There. It yeah, is. I was <laughs> gonna say we we can't possibly have exited that era yet. We haven't even no. been doing it for a year. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. Some podcasts have running gags that go on forever. Yeah. It's not a gag bomb. <laughs> no, it's not a gag. <laughs> I'm alpha. Sigma yeah. male. <laughs> Jesus. Oh yeah. I, uh, were, you, were you in that book I was reading? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't... I, I, um... This is sort of telling on myself because I know that, like, mm-hmm. social media, like, curates stuff for you. Mm-hmm. But have you guys been getting memes... Uh, with a sound uh, in it. So usually somebody in the meme will have something that is inordinately sized or large, and then an audio clip will play of a person saying, you just want to see me become the big woman. And then they'll have a tiny version of that same thing. So I got a bunch of that today. <laughs> and and I don't know where they got this from my brain, but... Uh, just before we started this podcast, I sat down and I threw on a couple episodes of Futurama to watch because uh, my girlfriend has never mm-hmm. watched it and we're kind of going through from the beginning. And the next episode we watched was the Death by Snoo Snoo episode. <laughs> and I feel Snoo like Snoo. <laughs> the universe is trying to tell me something about myself. <laughs> You're just like big women who just want to f- stomp on you. Show me the big woman. Show me big woman. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no whammies, yeah. but a no. few whammies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, to, Jesus. To answer All your right. question, I have I have never come across this. So I, yeah. uh, <laughs> I don't think Nathan, do you have TikTok? No. Like just just a because I'm I have it, but I'm like a passive like voyeur of it. I don't make any videos. I just I just watch a lot of little tiny videos. Just as a little voyeur. I don't make anything. Yeah, honestly, I've I've just started to to do Instagram in the past calendar mm. year, so you know I'm not maybe up on the the latest stuff that's going <laughs> <Yeah>. on. <laughs> you got you got you got to like send an email to get a password recovery for Friendster. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> All right, should we talk about TV? Yeah. Yeah, let's go. Sheesh, forty thousand channels and only hundred and fifty of them have anything good on. Tell me I'm, what you watched. I'm so close to finishing <laughs> Buffy. I've got five episodes of Buffy left, but I made the executive decision long ago to watch Buffy and Angel in chronological order. So uh, as sometimes I got to watch two Angel, then I get like one Buffy, then, you know, and it goes like this. And Angel has been a roller coaster of like love hate. <laughs> so it's at a really weird place where I don't really want to watch it. And it'll be like, you have to watch three episodes of Angel for one episode of Buffy. And I'm like, do I though? And I just, I feel like I can't give up now. 
and I, I'm beholden to it. So it's really taken me a long time. I'm stretching out what is going to be a very sad day for me when Buffy <laughs> yeah. is done. Uh, and so, but the, the only saving grace I have is I've got Stargate SG-1 queued up. Uh, my girlfriend has not watched it. So that's what we're going to get into next. And I've resigned myself to doing two episodes for every two episodes of angel. I get two episodes of Stargate and that'll nice. only be for one season of angel. It's like a, it's done. like a little, like a spoonful of sugar. Yeah, to, <laughs> pretty much. Like Stargate's a little sugar and angels, like a little medicine you have to take. Yeah. So that's, Is- that's where I'm at. I, I, I'm trying to watch. I'm try, I've been, I started Monarch a while ago and I've been trying to get a buddy of mine on a FaceTime call so we can finish watching Monarch. want to do that. And then, and I also want to watch the Ted show that Seth MacFarlane made. Uh, but I'm poor and mm. stealing it has been a chore. So <laughs> that, that's where I'm at. And I feel like I have preparations for TV, but I'm not quite there yet. <laughs> yeah. Josh, a question about the, the whole Angel Buffy thing. Is the crossover mm. between the two so much that it makes that much sense for you to stagger them like that? Or are you no, just doing it this? it never did. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, occasionally, like early, early in Angel, there was a lot more. It would be like mm. a character in Buffy would be like, I'm going to L.A. And then we would watch an episode where that character was there. Uh, but the last two seasons of it, it's been like someone would like maybe call and like pretend they're talking to a character from another show at the start of a scene and hang up. And that's been it. And I know there is uh, Elijah Dushku's character is in Angel right now. She was a Buffy character. She's going to come back to Buffy for the last few episodes. So there's at least that going on. But no, so far, there's really not. They're both. Okay, they're both dealing with an an apocalyptic event and both seasons have an incest subplot. And I'm like, how did we what? not figure out Joss Whedon was a weirdo a long time ago? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it is like when yeah, they call two, each other two up, shows he like, had concurrently. What? <laughs> well, they like call up. It's like, oh, hi, Buffy Summers from the TV show Buffy. This is happening over in... Where you live? Oh no! Okay, goodbye. Basically, like that. Uh, what it was one character called Buffy's house to see if Buffy was home, <laughs> and they weren't. And they were like, and it was like, oh hi, whatever the fuck her sister's name is. And then they like hung up, and yeah. that was it. <laughs> it had something to do with the plot, but I, I fucking I'm on my phone half the time during Angel anyway. <laughs> <laughs> look, I look up whenever it's like a certain character I like. I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, for myself, I've I've just finished because I've been rewatching the, like a bunch of seasons of Fargo. I've just finished season three. Now, in my own in my own like bias, like I find season three. I haven't seen season four or season five yet. But I find season three to be the weakest Um, because I find it's like kind of boring a little bit like the first half. But spoilers for Fargo season three Um, in the second half, like tail end of it, it gets a lot like more thrilling and stuff like that. But also it reintroduces the carrot like um, the deaf hitman, Mr. Wrench, and he is. The, the best character ever. He's just like this unstoppable force. And he does it all in 
a fringed cowboy jacket <laughs> and he looks amazing and i've been scouring <laughs> the internet for a fringe jacket and oh i'm just certain you can find one. <laughs> oh yeah yeah um but besides that i've i've been keeping up with the newest season of true detective it's mm. it's really leading into the supernatural aspect of it and it's that's, great that's interesting because you were talking about that last time and i had no mm-hmm. idea that they were even willing to kind of do that in this in that show i always thought oh. it was like a pretty like ser- like grounded uh yeah thing but yeah that's that's pretty cool mm-hmm. yeah um there is a scene though that i had to skip because i it's christopher alkinson who's now in his 60s um he still looks good but not really for me um he has a very gratuitous sex scene with uh jodie foster which yeah oh my (laughs) which jodie foster looks great by the way she's in her 60s and she looks great you just don't want to watch her have sex with a seven foot skeleton no well no actually uh christopher elkinson looks pretty healthy he's i think he put on a couple like a couple pounds for the role but he's he's not skeleton <laughs> Mr. Skeletal, no more. Doctor no, Skeletal. No, no. Doctor Skeletal, no, no, no. He he looks he looks uh, he looks nice and healthy. Nice. I really gotta watch that season because I loved the first season of True Detective, mm. and then I kind of fell off with it. But if it leans into yeah. the supernatural aspect, supernatural detective series, mm-hmm. mm, yeah, I'm into it. Yeah, and set up in the Arctic, so you get that oh, nice yeah. like Arctic horror. Um, yeah. And also there is, um, a nice thing called the corpsicle, which is like a big frozen pile of bodies, which is cool. Mm. And (laughs) it actually does like a couple of like callbacks to season one. So it's interesting. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's it for me. All right. Well, I have things other than football. I have been watching football, but I have other things. Okay. So, uh, D and I finished watching the curse oh, okay. and mm. i probably did, did start it turn out okay for everybody <laughs> <laughs> no but uh <laughs> so I, I, I without spoiling it because it it's yeah i do want to watch absolutely it. nuts mm. uh the last episode is one of the most wild things i've seen in television because it's such a departure from the rest of the series and it's caused all sorts of like i don't I don't usually get overly involved with shows that I watch. Like I watch the show and I'm just like, oh, I like this show or oh, yeah, didn't really like this show. I don't tend to go and seek out communities around those shows or anything like that. This is one time where I went to the internet to be like, what the hell did I just watch? <laughs> and the internet was like, I don't know, bro. We're all trying to figure that out. Yeah. And um, so it is. it is a great series and it really picks up. I mean, it's good throughout, but it, I, we found that it really got um, good to the part that we wanted to kind of binge through it by about episode mm-hmm. five or six. Like the last four or five episodes are are just really great. There's this wonderful, it's a wonderful look at kind of uh, a very specific type, I think, of of maybe millennial moral decay amongst, you know, the, the, yeah. the kind of, I want to call it the the rich, but like kind of that white savior-esque mentality the Mm. the whole um, filming yourself giving food to homeless people yeah like that kind of self-serving uh philanthropy 
that is yeah. really um it's really really good anyway everyone in it is just absolutely incredible so it, it took us a while to get through it because we're we're slow when we watch shows generally uh we'll we we kind of bounce around and a lot of what i watch is youtube so we, we we do a lot of that but this one is definitely worth finishing and when you get to the last episode it's i indescribable how different it is from the rest of the series and i'm still trying to process how i feel about it but definitely worth the trip uh, <laughs> So the other thing I've been watching is something that I just absolutely found by accident. And this is kind of one of those algorithm things, mm-hmm. I think. And maybe because I've uh, I've gotten into going back and watching certain cartoons from my childhood on YouTube. So some of like the uh, eight, late 80s, early 90s Ninja Turtles, like just the episodes I kind of remember. Uh, as well as like Dino Riders and stuff. But uh, <laughs> it it threw this up at me and I guess it's a, it's a bit of a phenomenon and I, I'm going to be like the slowpoke meme here, but it's uh, has been hotel. And I don't know if you guys oh, have, I've heard of I'm aware okay. of it. So what I heard about it is, mm. um, there's this guy, um, <laughs> this on the internet. <laughs> yeah. Um, y- you talk about it. I'll, I'll, okay. So the the show it's an animated show about basically the Lucifer's daughter in hell uh who is trying to run like a rehabilitation center for for demons to see if she can save them and thus like redeem their souls because every now and then uh a bunch of angels come down and and exterminate a bunch of the demons because hell's population grows so quickly opposed to heavens and so the the show is a pseudo musical as well so you you get at least one maybe two songs an episode i only i think it's only aired like five or six episodes to this point i found the pilot on youtube and i was like i don't like this looks interesting so i watched that and then i uh i totally legitimately watched through the uh the i think four of the amazon prime episodes and uh yeah it's a lot of fun it's it's really cool the only thing that kind of bothers me is that sometimes i feel like I'm watching like a hot topic commercial a little bit, just the <laughs> the character designs and everything. Yeah. Like I could just see them on every teenager's hoodie, uh, <laughs> you know, instead of like the nightmare before Christmas stuff. And this um, show definitely owns a copy of Johnny, the homicidal maniac. Oh, Jesus. Oh does it God. ever? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that like, um, I guess I remember like Johnny, the homicidal maniac. Was that like, um, the same God. dude that did invader Zim, I think. Yeah. 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 Um, that was, it was his edgy, angsty graphic novel that he did. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I had an edgy, angsty friend in high school who, who lent me all of the issues of Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. So I have, nice. I've read that entire series and uh, it was fine. Oh, it was good. But this show, this show's pretty fun. It's, it's surprisingly dark at times. Like it's, it's definitely aimed at a more mature audience. There's, there's some themes of like, human trafficking well not specifically human in this case but allegories to human trafficking yeah. and all sorts mm. of stuff in there so it's it's not you know it's not a kid's show but yeah. it's uh it's a lot of fun so tell me about this you had found something here gabby about someone yeah um give me one second there yeah sure okay um so basically this youtuber his name is verb verbal uh, verbalize Spent fifty okay. k. Oh, that's a lot of a, money. That is a lot of money. Like, 
I don't think I've ever had 50k before. On a softcore animation featuring Charlie from Hasman Hotel, which I think is the lead character. Yeah, that's that's the uh the, yeah, the main character. And apparently he went bankrupt from it? What? Wait, so apparently he, he commissioned this or yeah. like So um it goes uh I'm reading this from Reddit. Okay. Uh to sum up uh, Verbalize, known as the for cartoon beatbox battles, commissioned a music video for 50K where Charlie from Hasman Hotel chases him and eventually captures and essays him in bed. This is apparently caused him and his YouTube channel to go completely bankrupt. Oh no! Oh no! Wow, that's getting way too into a that cartoon. is, yeah. Um, so uh, hold up though. Um, sorry, uh, old man. Uh, brain here but sa sexual assault oh okay yeah (laughs) (laughs) that just made it so much more weird for me it's crazy it is because internet incarnate right there it is well i'm clearly gonna have to go find this and watch it but wow yeah um oh there's apparently it's alleged one second uh, someone crossed this out, so it may be okay. um, debunked, but says there's also allegations that the animator who made this form was 15 years old. Um, but you know what? That 15-year-old <laughs> can make money, I guess. I was going to say, yeah, that's 15-year-old's got a lot more money than I have right now. Yeah, people you know what? Clear, people clearly forget that the, no one checked the ages when they were commissioning shit on DeviantArt all those years ago. <laughs> like, those I, were 12-year-olds yeah. who had a lot of time on their hands to draw that weird shit for people. <laughs> a little caveat, I used to have, I think I still have it, I just never got rid of it, but I used to have a DeviantArt account. Mm. Um, yeah, that was... Um, I've, I've, I'm a little bit scarred from what I've seen on DeviantArt sometimes. I'm like, ooh, Hellboy or Sailor Moon. Or like I look up art like, you know, about stuff I liked. And I was like, why are they inflated? <laughs> like, why are they wearing diapers? It's You see some disgusting shit on DeviantArt. DeviantArt was like the 50-50 version of like Rule 34. It might be <laughs> like normal or it's going to be yeah. born of, of your characters that you like. Yeah. All right. Well, I have learned some things today. My goodness. <laughs> yeah. Bro, I'm just bringing the facts hot and yeah. fast on this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the, the, the getting back to the actual cartoon, it's it's stylish, it's it's fun, it's it's pretty like low calorie, I think, uh, as far as as a show goes. But um, yeah, it's 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 pretty neat and original, I think. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's about it for me. All right, on to movies. Who gives a fuck about movies? Did I watch any movies? Yes, I did. Uh, I watched uh, uh, Tubi has been a godsend for absolute <laughs> garbage that I want to watch. And I, I might have talked about finding these movies on another one. Uh, this series called Angel. Uh, and so it's about a high school girl who works as a uh, sex worker on Rodeo Drive uh, in the in the late 80s, early 90s. And I was fascinated by it because i was like oh this is still that weird period where it's like this is titillating 
despite the fact that it's a child and the cover of it certainly like makes you think it's going to be like sort of a sex comedy. Uh, I watched it. It's not. Uh, It's about a serial killer who's killing uh, escorts and uh, sets his sights on her. Uh, But then the other half of it, all the stuff with her is actually like this, like real drama that her like dad, both of her parents at different times abandoned her. She's been lying to the school, like forging stuff with her mom's signature and is forced to work uh, as an escort, like to pay, like to pay for her life. And this cop, like that's investigating this, um, the murders of some of the girls that she's worked with uh, finds this out. And there's like, really heartbreaking scenes wow. like so there's yeah. uh some boys from school like see her on the street like working and like almost assault her and she pulls a gun on them and stuff and then they tell everybody at school and there was like at the beginning of the movie there's like a nerdy boy who like tries to ask her out and she's like no my parents don't let me date and you think he's gonna kind of be on her side and he comes up to her later after everyone at school finds out and is like talking about it behind her back and tries to like pay for sex and she like takes off crying and I would like visit I like physically out loud said oh no like when that happened like I was I felt so bad for her and then there's also the serial killer guy I don't think the man has a single line but he does some crazy shit like just like he because the cops at one point are like he's he's uh he probably was abused by his he was probably abused by his father molested by his mother definite necrophiliac possible bisexuals what the cops say about him <laughs> and i can i can confirm he is a necrophiliac uh but there's another scene where he's like staring at a picture of angel the main one who he's going to go after he takes an egg an uncooked raw egg and a knife. And he just like twists a little hole in the top of it and then starts sucking the egg. Oh. Up, but he's like really going for it. Like he's basically making like out with this egg. The and most I, disgusting thing ever. It, it's so, and he's like, yeah, like making out with this egg. I paused it to text. I think maybe you guys and some yeah. other people. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, this dude's making out with this <laughs> egg. It's crazy. As soon as I unpaused it, he smashes it into his mouth. Like he just can't, get enough of it. he's like shut the it breaks and he's shoving the eggshells into his mouth i was like this movie's fucking nuts but was actually way better than i thought it was going to be and uh it humanized all of the the sex workers in it they were yeah. all real oh. people uh and, you know you felt bad for for them when like they mm-hmm. were getting attacked like there was nothing that ever really put it like the jokes on them or put them down. They were, you know, they were all mm-hmm. kind of real people in a, in a desperate situation. And there was like some good queer characters in it. So it was a really kind of weird, surprising one to watch. I rolled right into the second one, but I ended up taking a weed nap and like woke up while the third one was playing. Cause Tubi just oh keeps going. So I, I need to go back and I'll watch the sequels and I'll get to that. Um, but I also bought a stack of VHS tapes today that I'm going to Ooh. show you. Um, uh, so got some good stuff here. We got Lorenzo Lama snake eater, uh, some crazy action movie. I wish uh, to him. America is just another jungle is what it says. Also as dirty as dirty, Harry, as dangerous as deliverance. So it sounds like they're talking about the character at first, but then I think they're just talking about the content of the movie, which is so, crazy to compare yourself to Deliverance. <laughs> yeah. So someone's going to be like squealing like a pig? If Maybe. you see Deliverance, you'll, yeah. you'll know what that is. Yeah. But On the back it says, if you like action, you'll eat it up. <laughs> <laughs> 
they did unfortunately did not have uh, Snake Eater two, but they did have Snake Eater three. His law. Uh, oh my god! The Snake Eater gets justice at whatever cost. Uh, also, they put the fucking price tag over some words here so i don't know what all that was i assume no law no system no mercy but there's that got a nice clamshell of evil dead 2 nice really happy about that picked up extra 2 uh the first one's gross and awful and i don't want to watch it but maybe the second one doesn't have all the rape we're gonna find out had to replace my copy of cliffhanger because the one that i had was like all busted up and i got bbc's the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy miniseries which i've never seen i remember this tape always being a blockbuster so i have i'm gonna watch this now but uh, yeah, that's it for me and, and movies. <laughs> that's quite a haul. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I actually, you guys can skip me because I haven't really watched any movies lately. I've just been playing World of Warcraft. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, fair, I've just, fair. yeah, I've been on, I've been on World of Warcraft kick now. So I'm still on it every single time. And you're like playing World of Warcraft. I'm like, yep. So. <laughs> well, g- give us a little update. Where Where's your character at? What are they doing? Um. I have this thing where sometimes if I hit like uh, level 60, you have to do something to progress. And every time I'm just like, well, like I maxed out some like so many stuff. I'm just going to like restart and do another character. So now nice. I have like a night elf mug who I'm kind of building up. And once you hit like level 40, you can you can sort of like get introduced to, like different more races. So. Okay. I've, yeah. So I've just been like trying to get some. Now, yeah. Is this is this classic WoW? It's just general. Just WoW. general. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I, I I felt like because you said level sixty, and I was like, oh, wasn't that like the the level cap all the way back in like two thousand four or something? Yeah. I uh, yeah. So. Cool. 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 Mm-hmm. All right. Just one that I wanted to talk about actually, and that is uh, Manos Hands of Fate. <gasps> And this yes. is an all-timer. It's an all-timer. I've seen it several, movie. several times. And yeah, I have uh, it on DVD. There's a misprint on the back. They call to- it was the name Togar. Oh, What's that guy's um, name? There's the, the misprint is his name. Yeah. They say his name wrong. Oh, okay. Oh, it's Torgo. And then Torgo, Togar. yeah, there we go. Togar is what they say on the back <laughs> of the DVD. Um, so this this was a very special version, though, and that is uh, Rift Tracks released their version of mm-hmm. Manos Hands nice. of Fate. And uh, you can watch it for free on YouTube. It's one of their free videos. And it comes with, there's two shorts at the beginning as well, because the movie is like an hour, I think. <laughs> it's very, very short. And yeah. both the shorts and the movie itself, their version, laugh out loud funny. Honestly, <laughs> as as good as the MST3K one from all those years ago. So I, if I have uh, that on VHS as well. I have oh, the MST3K yeah. episode of Manos on VHS. So. Yeah, I'll have to watch that. That does mm-hmm. sound good. I love I love Rift Tracks. Yeah, so that was uh, that was one I wanted to absolutely mention to you guys because I feel like anyone who listens to our podcast is probably familiar with either Rift Tracks or MST3K and probably <laughs> both. So yeah, yeah. All right, but yeah, no, that's me. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. All right. Um, Layer of the white worm. I don't have anything off the top of my head. Like um listening to the podcast and stuff like that. I know like and there's a future podcast that we've recorded that I realized I made a couple of mistakes. Info mistakes, but that's for another time. <laughs> this one I, I think 
in the pantheon of our movies, mm-hmm. there's there's a, a select few that I think I would always be up for watching again. Yeah. And I think Layer of the White Worm is in that. Because Layer of the White Worm is really fun. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And oh. yeah, I would for sure watch it again. Yeah. I did watch The Devils, finally. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the devils definitely there's more of like I find like a production value to the devils because everything is just built up and it's but it's still crazy. Like there's still nuns writhing around. There's they're like uh <clears throat> I watched it on the Criterion channel because they they just released <clears throat> a, a section of, all about Ken Russell's like crazy um <laughs> You know, filmography. There's this drunk cunts movies. <laughs> yeah, it, actually, now you can watch uh, *Labor of the White Worm* on the Criterion Channel, but it's insane. Oliver Wood, he's great. He has like that Van Dyke mustache and like goatee, and he looks amazing. They've, yeah. There's there's a point where they they have like the um, he's like a witch finder. He's ripped. He has like this like long mod haircut and like these psychedelic like purple glasses and he's just like screaming about God and stuff like that. And he's just like you see him shirtless at one point and he looks like a Catholic superhero. Like <laughs> like Bible man. <laughs> like not exactly like that. Or it's more like you could find him in like not really bloodborne because it's just something like you could find him in. So anyways. And that that's the, uh, the devils of Ludon. Is it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's called yeah, the devils, but it's based on the devils of Ludon off of Aldous yeah. Huxley. Book. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which is also, he, it's a historical event that happened. Yeah. But it was great. I think the only <laughs> thing other than, yeah, I would absolutely watch that movie again. And I think more people should, mm-hmm. it's, it's especially kind of, acknowledging that I, I I think they were aware that some of it was funny. It kind of mm-hmm. reminds me of like American werewolf in London. Like it's kind of got that, like there's some legit horror and there's some mm-hmm. like kind of this like satire almost going on in it, mm-hmm. but I loved it. One thing I noticed when I was listening to the episode is that I said that, uh, Hugh Grant has a face that you want to call a cunt, but I yeah. didn't also add that I like Hugh Grant. <laughs> so <laughs> I just wanted to clarify, uh, don't come at me. Uh, I love Hugh Grant. Uh, he's great. Uh, so just wanted to clarify that one before we yeah. move on. Um, <laughs> definitely. Like it's hilarious. Cause I remember seeing a couple of interviews with Hugh Grant and he's like, I think it was like for D for the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Because he mm-hmm. had a role in that. And he goes like, oh, yes, I like BDSM. And they're like, what? And he goes like, you know, like chains and whips and all that jolly gold stuff. <laughs> and then, it like, is a pretty great interview. I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's just, they're like, this has nothing to do with Dungeons <laughs> and yeah. Dragons. Uh, so. Well, they, they came to me and they said they had this movie. Uh, called D and D, and it reminded me uh, BDSM. <laughs> so I said, "Why not?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> All right. Okay. Is it time? It's time. It's time. It's time. 
It's about to get weird. Don't even touch fan fiction. They're so preoccupied with whether or not they could, they didn't stop to think they should. Scabby's fabulous fan fiction. No, God, please, no, no. Okay. So, Speaking of layer of the white worm, another one. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Sometimes with um, with the movies we do, we will have fan fiction with like from the movie or I would have to find something adjacent to it. So actually this week I was able to find layer of the white worm fan fiction. So very recent fan fiction. This was published in December of last year. Oh yeah. <laughs> that is yeah. insane. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like I find with <clears throat> layer of the white worm because you have like Peter Capaldi and, um, Hugh Grant, like they're such like they're young, attractive men in this movie. And I find like if you have like young, attractive men, especially like in a cult movie, like there's a bit of like a resurgence for Layer of the White Worm. There and, really is. I've noticed other podcasts are doing it as well, like kind of around the same time we did. So, yeah, <clears throat> and, we're trendsetters. Yeah, we are. <laughs> and it's like this. And then you also have like the reanimator. Sometimes when you have like those two young, attractive men, you it's easier to find fan fiction and for people to continuously write fan fiction about. So, all right. So, welcome to Fan Fiction Theta. Um, <laughs> who is, because I just sent the guys the, the actual fan mm-hmm. fiction. Um, so, who in the role of James Dumpton... That will be me. So That's going to be Josh. We, got, we, got, we heard a little bit of my Hugh Grant impression. I'm going to try and it's roll very that one. Good, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, I'll be tackling Angus. Angus Flint. Yeah. Okay. Peter Cabaldi. So just just so the the audience knows, uh, if, if you were here for last cult meetings fan fiction theater we had a very explicit, very good fan fiction that we, uh-huh. that we read. And... Um, I, I did most of the narration for that one. And my, my poor wife, who is, uh, she's a business analyst. She does big, important meetings all day while mm-hmm. I do this. And it, she, uh, she had to leave uh, the, the adjacent room because she was worried that our filth, our smut, was going to get picked up on the microphone. So she is also in meetings today. So Josh yeah. will be handling our, uh, our main narration here. And uh, I'm going to mm-hmm. try and not... Uh, get my wonderful wife in trouble uh, with all of the things <laughs> we're about to say. <laughs> yeah. Which is going to be hard because Scottish demands to be shouted. Uh, <laughs> uh, so let's uh, let's get into what Gabby's got here for us. All right. uh, the title is uh, Let Me Put My Lips to Something. Which is from Cyan a Hosier. It's a Hosier <laughs> song lyric. Uh, I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, by Cyan Wolf 123 <laughs> our, our summary a car a kilt and shameless smut oh and the unfortunate consequences of preventing a small manor from being pre, pre predated by a seductive white worm uh notes partially inspired by the fact there's nothing sluttier than a man in wire-framed <laughs> glasses covered in blood and also procrastinating writing university essays <laughs> okay uh, well let's uh get into it I I don't know about you, but I'm famished. 
James stated, realizing he hadn't eaten since breakfast. Should we stop on the way for just a, a bit of a bite to eat? There was a brief pause. James' thumb brushed the swollen skin around the distinct bite on Angus' thigh, persuading him to answer with the immodest touch. Why not? <laughs> Angus responded, his stony... <laughs> that is a good Scottish accent. I wasn't sure what was going to come out of here. Why not? Angus responded, his stoniness masking his slightly macabre tone. James's fingers dragged through the remnants of the unpleasant venom that still oozed from the bite, and if Angus's mind had not been consumed by the serpent, he would have winced at the brief contact. <laughs> Swallowing around the lump that was forming in his throat, James realized that Angus intended for him to be the bite to eat. She bit you, James stuttered, <laughs> looking for confirmation of something that was blatantly true. Yes. <laughs> I have expected yes. you to say I. <laughs> uh, Angus responded bluntly, a bizarre glint in his eye. Oh. Yes, and it appears that what I was given was not the antidote. <laughs> James if you could change your fate. <laughs> <laughs> For Scotland! <laughs> uh, James bit his tongue. It seemed like both of them were just going to be stating the obvious. He never been—he'd never been one for the kind of honesty or been one for that kind of honesty, nor was he the type to set the pace for the conversation, but if his choices were to gain control or get eaten, he'd rather the former. His absent-minded gaze fell back to the hem of the other man's haphazardly draped kilt before fixating on Angus's lips. The tension between them built, and James shuffled in his seat, trying to turn his focus back to the road. He felt his eyes return back to Angus's lap. And how long have you been trying to get in my skirts? So, before you continue, yeah. how much do you want to bet that he's not wearing under anything underneath the kilt? You're not supposed to. Oh, yeah, slam the over, like a thousand percent. Yeah. A thousand percent. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if this person, because uh, they, they missed the, the chance to use the eye, because normally Scottish is like, I, I. But, um, yeah. I'm seriously, so there's maybe a 50 50 percent chance that uh, either he's going to be wearing underoos or he's not. So, there you go. So, <clears throat> trying to get into my skirts, uh, Angus asked, really hamming up the Scottish accent. James cursed himself internally. He hadn't realized his staring had been so obvious. Well, since I saw you in that stupid cable-knit jumper. He smiled sweetly before placing his hand on the spot where his eyes had rested a few moments ago. Angus squirmed into the touch, taking a while to adjust before meeting James's eyes. James leaned into the space between them. I was just thinking about pulling over, he said, before he retreated to his side of the car, teasingly. Perhaps it's already time for that bite to eat. <laughs> pulling into the next inlet, he thought he'd taken the flirting a bit too far, a hot flush rising to his cheeks. Which cheeks? Until he felt the newly turned serpent's breath against his neck. That's a nice callback. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Angus's fangs. They're all no bones! <laughs> Angus's fangs had no time to emerge before James pressed their lips together. He noted their roughness as he parted them with his tongue, controlling the languid movements to remain in charge of the interaction. 
He balled the knitted fabric of Angus's jumper and brought him closer, allowing the taste of scotch to fill his mouth. Despite the strange, acrid taste that, la- that laced Angus's mouth, he pressed on harder. Angus, ha- Angus's hands tangled in his hair, and he bit back a moan. Wait, am I moaning or are you oh, moaning? Am I, uh, who, who moaned there? We could both moan. <laughs> Uh, we're, we're supposed to be biting it back too so their movements were rapid but uh conjoined as they breathed in every inch of each other as angus pulled gently at his hair james became unable to remain quiet and the floodgates opened to a barrage of half-concealed whimpers <laughs> 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 What's half concealed even mean? Angus. Sound like a Victorian ghost. <laughs> Angus pulled back and said in a half mocking tone, Oh, someone's eager. <laughs> James didn't respond with words, instead choosing to pepper kisses all over the base of Angus's neck at the opening of his collared shirt. Angus inhaled deeply, eyes illuminated, as he adjusted to the white worm he was becoming. Angus reciprocated James's earlier moan, his breath becoming a lot more rapid. Oh. <laughs> Come on then. He said, the words rolling off his tongue like a deadly invitation. Uh, oh James was more than ha- <laughs> James it's was more than happy to oblige. <laughs> Get not in there? It is a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> James was more than happy to oblige, (laughs) moving quickly to straddle the other man. Angus winced at the friction, the strange glint still in his eye, as James moved his hand to cup his growing bulge. He let out a shuddering breath before groping at James's arse. (laughs) The two men were a mess of limbs and lips, awkwardly grappling each other. James' hand slipped underneath the heavy woolen kilt and was only half shocked to discover that Angus was not wearing underwear. He looked there you up go. at Angus. <laughs> he looked up at Angus, slightly bemused. Aye, what were you expecting from a Scotsman like myself? Angus asked. James pulled back the kilt to Angus's lap, revealing his well-sized cock. He Slut. was large, but not too large, and James had to hold back a moan at the sight. <sighs> <laughs> His, his hand his hand moved to stroke the other man's member, brushing his thumb over the tip as he did so. Angus thrust into the movement, shuddering at the intensity of the touch. He gasped at the strokes as the strokes quickened before pausing to suck bruising kisses into James's collarbone. He felt the warmth in his stomach begin to surge, his climax getting closer as the intensity of James's movements increased. He whined and worried his lips between his teeth, mm. trying to keep his orgasm at bay. James drew away his hand, leaving Scott, Angus to buck into like, nothing. Scotland. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, James drew away his hand, leaving Angus to buck into nothing before reaching to undo his own trousers. He deftly undid the buckle of his belt, clearly experienced in the motion before fumbling with the zip. Question. Impatiently. Yeah. Did he say deftly? How do you do that? Oh, deftly. 
deftly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. It was like very like quietly like it was like uh, he does like uh, the the like the uh, ASL symbol for uh, zipper. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Before fumbling with the zip, impatiently Angus moved to help him. He was craving the friction again, his cock growing painfully hard between their two bodies. Just wait, James muttered into Angus's ear, his breath warm and heavy. (sighs) But Angus was doing nothing of the sort. His hand moved to cup the English man through his trousers with one hand and undo his fly with the other. James panted <laughs> as Angus's grip tightened on his balls like a vice. Uh, valid just, payback just for making squeezing, him wait. Just squeezing. <laughs> <laughs> valid payback for making him wait. He finally wriggled out of his trousers, bearing his own impressive member as Angus looked on with a reptilian wonder. <laughs> So does his does his eyes like blink this way? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming he I'm assuming he licked his own eyeball. Get up underneath up underneath the lid, like really gotta clean it out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, his tongue like reaches oh that's not really a snake, uh, but his his like tongue is like poof. If somebody can give a sound effect for this next little bit as we're doing it, uh, it? he spat on his hand. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, before stretching his long fingers around both of their lengths, his hands were cold to the touch, and despite looking roughened by the elements, were rather smooth. Wordlessly, James begged for more, thrusting desperately despite the coldness. Angus grunted softly, <laughs> slicking both of both of their. <laughs> <laughs> Angus grunted softly, slicking both of their pre-cum along the length of their shafts. He moved faster at the, at the impact of James's forceful thrusts, coaxing small whimpers from the other man's mouth. <laughs> James's breath quickened, uh, quickened impossibly. So, <laughs> um, his, it's stom- like, his stomach is having a panic attack. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. His, st- his stomach up. tightened, his cheeks flushed, and he felt the sharp brush of Angus's teeth at his collarbone. God, ah! Uh, he gasped, so impossibly close to climax, shocked that he was managing to hold himself together. He knew he was almost finished. Just a few seconds more, and it would be over, and his needs would be satiated. There's no god here, came Angus's sinister reply as he spat his green venom into James's eyes. Ah, oh, <laughs> He hissed maniacally, winding up before sinking his newly formed fangs into the fleshiest part of the other man's shoulder. And see. <laughs> Very well done, everyone. <laughs> uh so that was that was a bit of a that was a bit of a misdirection we got mm-hmm. we, we were so close we were so close to the climax mm. and then suddenly you get eaten by a snake man so yeah, yeah. yeah. one minute you're fish. frauding the next minute you're yeah. lunch yeah. <laughs> yeah next minute yeah so <laughs> <laughs> well good job guys thanks i, thanks. I love the uh i love the scottish and uh impeccable um 
Hugh Grant. It was it was like being in the room with Hugh Grant while he yeah. was having an awkward sexual encounter. <laughs> so what do we think of this one? I thought this was pretty well written, honestly. Yeah. I think this is hey, this is we got to find out what happened right after the what right as the credits. We do. We this do. is like this is yeah. this is like, you know, this would be in the the novelization for the movie. Uh, <laughs> where where they add, you know, there's a little bit extra. Mm. It's based on an older script, yeah, so they got yeah. some stuff that didn't make the final cut of the film. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine um, Ken Russell just being like, <laughs> oh, no. "That's his true yeah. ending." You fucking cunts! Stop <laughs> slapping your cocks together! <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah, yeah. There it is. Mm. There it is. <laughs> What's there the next is. movie? Uh, um, three the hard way. Three, three, three the, the hard, hard way. way. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna have a hard time finding uh, <laughs> stuff yeah. for that one. Yeah. Good luck. Uh, you know what? If we just stick with black exploitation, uh, there's got to be Shaft. Uh, oh yeah. Fan fiction porn. So there's yeah. there's something out there. Um, I'll find and, it. And uh, yeah, I'll find and, it. Uh, like like we'll I'm be the... back to. Yeah. Like I'm a, like a little bloodhound for fan fiction. <laughs> That's me yeah. sniffing. That's me sniffing the corners of the internet. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> All right. I think I think we have successfully done another cult meeting. Um. um I don't know but but we are missing something. Yeah, we, I was hoping we we'd get to the end, and, and it was if I just I didn't mention it, but no, no, it's, no. it's happening because uh, we, we we missed one last last a uh, couple weeks ago. So mm. get ready for two for. Oh God! Right? Yeah. All right. All right. Um, let's see here. Did you know that um, urea, which is uh, I guess a substance found in urine, was used in fairness creams till the nineteen fifties? Which is basically just face cream. Huh. Imagine. That makes sense. The, yeah. it, it explains why there's all those, and I might have said this on another episode, or we just talked about it. But there's a bunch mm-hmm. of like wellness like influencers who are really into like putting smearing piss on themselves, like right. as I, a fucking like. Skin yeah, and that was a thing. Yeah, and some people actually like drink it and not yeah. in a bear grills way or a sexy <laughs> way because it's sterile and they like the taste. I don't think it's sterile. I think it's like <laughs> it's it's waste coming from your body. <laughs> I I have heard it's it is sterile. I don't know if that's true. It does sound like it may be propaganda from big urine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could look um, this up, but it's funnier if I don't. So I will continue. No. I will continue in my ignorance here. Yeah. Okay. Well, that you know what that that was a fun fact that made a lot of sense. What's what's our second half here? So this is about beards. Okay. So a study carried out by Co- KOAT7 swabbed the beards of participants and examined the bacteria lurking inside. Some were simply full of household bacteria and the kind of stuff you'd find on a kitchen table. But some of the nasty stuff found in facial hair was comparable to a toilet. So wash your beards. <laughs> I do wash my beard. Uh, mm. I get compliments on how clean my beard is. Uh, mm. I'm also very like panicked about it because I've watched people just like eat 
and not give a fuck about stuff in their beard. And I'm like, not up in here. <laughs> I, am, I am very all about beard cleanliness. Uh, so I'm at least happy to have heard that fact and feel that I am not associated with that company. <laughs> yeah. I remember hearing, yeah, something, something about how dirty beards could get. I used to, I had a, a kind of a short beard for about five or six years a long time ago. And it was something that I was super paranoid about as well. Mm. Like, I feel like I washed my face more mm. when I had a beard than I do currently because I was, I was overcompensating for how filthy yeah. I thought it was. It's like, not like, not quite like a, like a Howard Hughes-esque obsession, but like <laughs> it was there a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And we're back to piss again if we're on Howard <laughs> Hughes. <laughs> yeah. All, All right. right. Now we have completely... Yes. Finished this cult we meeting. We have completely finished it. Yeah, we are. We are done. Unlike poor Hugh Grant, we got there. We got to the end. We did get yeah. to the end. Yeah. I uh, hope you guys have enjoyed listening to this one. Check out Three the Hard Way, which is a super mm-hmm. fun movie uh, coming out next week. And uh, until then, I uh, hope you guys have a good week. See ya. Yeah. yeah. Goodbye. Later. <clears throat> Thanks for listening. If you haven't already, join the cult today by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice. Help us grow the cult by sharing it with your friends, family, and that masked stranger hiding in your closet. Finally, you can connect with us on Facebook at The Video Cult or on Instagram and TikTok at video underscore cult 666.